Hello and welcome to Walking the Earth Podcast. You can find us at WTEPodcast.com. I'm Mike Margulies, today in Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia, joined by my friend Jackie. Welcome aboard, Jackie. Thank you very much. I appreciate <laughs> it. Glad to be here. Yeah. Um, so Jackie and I, we actually met originally like a year and a few months ago. It was... Um, so back then, I was still a working man, actually. Yes, it was and here in Kuala Lumpur. Here in Kuala Lumpur, yes. yeah, exactly. I was doing my, like, testing the waters trip. Um, three weeks of traveling through uh, these parts to see, hey, uh, can I do this? And, well, it turns out the answer is yes. <laughs> yes, yes, I did the, the three and a half months the year last year. When yeah. Came, and uh, now you're doing a huge journey. Was it nine months or so? Yeah, yeah it's been nine months so far. Uh, it's funny, yeah, I remember when we first met, like, a year and whatever ago, it was kind of like we were opposite of each other in some way. Right? Yes, yes, yes. Because um, I remember you were saying, yeah, I just quit my job to go backpacking, and I was like, that's what I'm about to do. <laughs> and then um, and I was talking about ayahuasca, and yes. you were saying, oh, yeah, that's something I want to do. And we sort of like traded. <laughs> we did. We traded. I, I ended up, you came from Peru, and I ended up going right afterwards, a few weeks after I returned from Southeast Asia, I went to Peru. Yeah. And then now I'm settled, actually settled here in KL, and you are traveling. So yeah, so we meet again here in KL. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, so yeah, the ayahuasca bit was something that um, I was interested to touch on, because it's something that I, I've touched on briefly on this show before, I think like very briefly in episode 16, but I don't think it's, given it, it's been given its due um, airtime maybe. Because it was, you know, even back in episode one, I kind of danced around the subject out of my own, you know, I guess insecurities at the time. But it was an uh, important thing for me. I, and for those who don't know what ayahuasca is, I, what's the best way to describe it? I would call it like a, a psychedelic medicine. Is that yes. the best way to describe it? It's, uh, it's derived from a root and some leaves. It's two different plants that get mm. put together to... Um, they, they have dimethyltryptamine yep. and then the, the other side of the plant has this like uh, blocker so that your body doesn't like break down the dimethyltryptamine and it's able to do its effect so it's, yeah it's a DMT plant what they call like a spirit um, the spirit molecule there's that yeah yeah, yeah DMT <laughs> exactly. dimethyltryptamine is produced in your brain and it's what's released when you die it's a natural substance yeah it's yeah. produced when you die when you're born and when you have very very uh emotionally or traumatic experiences yeah. sort of things. So it's very interesting. Oh yeah. A natural thing. It's something that's that's used a lot, but, you know, in Peru and Yeah, exactly. Like and it, yeah, so it, in DMT can be extracted and say smoked and have a ten minute thing, but in the Amazon what they do is yeah, like you said, they mix it with another plant Into and, a it brew, yeah. and they make a brew, the ayahuasca brew and it's you go on this sort of four hour long journey deep into your own mind, basically. Yes, yes. You're <laughs> yeah. basically using your own natural chemicals, but that, you know, it's given to you by this plant. Yes, case. yeah. It's sort of, um, yeah. And it, it, for me, it was, I had my experience back in September of 2012, um, and it was, in many ways, the thing that, it gave me the kick in the ass I needed to yeah, start yeah. this journey I've been on, actually. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's amazing, yeah. It's funny, and then you, like, you know, inspired my journey, and then, oh, wow. yeah. I'd, wow, if I helped to inspire that, <laughs> I'm humbled. <laughs> and you're inspiring a lot of people, I think. So. Oh, yeah. I, that's, I'm 
happy if that is the case. <laughs> yeah. um, and I think I might have misspoke earlier. I'm not like, you know, super well versed. I think it's a vine, not a root. Yeah. Vine yeah. And it's the same as Sama Sama. If we're going to be super technical, yeah. yeah. The, the ayahuasca <laughs> vine and the and there's the chacruna leaf. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there's, there's so much misinformation and there's so much fear surrounding this. And it'd be right. awesome to talk about it just because we've had personal experiences with it. Yeah, I think there is a lot. I mean, I think many people hear about things like this and they have this knee jerk reaction like, Drugs, you know. Yeah. Oh my God, drugs are bad. Psychedelics, all these things, and right, right. and um, you know, and it's it comes from a lot of things, right? Uh, we've there's been a lot of misinformation spread, I think, uh, when in fact, if in reality, this is something that's been practiced for much longer than the war on drugs has been going on. You know, for what thousands of years they've been practicing this in ancient cultures, ancient right? cultures, and it's something that they have used to do these introspective, deep, deep journeys. Um, and it's something that today is now getting um, more attention, ayahuasca. Right. Uh, many people are using it and finding it to help themselves. And I think, yeah, I guess we can speak for our own. I mean, so many things. Hey, you can actually break uh, addictions to different sort of drugs, you know, yeah. use cocaine, whatever you want, to, alcohol abuse, whatever you want to stop. Um, people use it to connect with their loved ones who have either passed away or just not listening to them in this life, whatever it is. Um, or just themselves to answer things. A lot of people come with like, what am I supposed to do with my life? And yep. and sometimes they find you know the answer. Sometimes they find the answer and they don't even know that they found the answer. That's the other beauty of it. So sometimes there's a sense of humor involved. But, yeah, definitely. Um, I, I, yeah, I definitely want to talk about just our personal yeah. um, relationships with it. And uh, the, everybody has their own you know, relationships. Yeah, I mean, go ahead. Like, do you have a specific uh, story or experience you want to relay from um, an experience? You know, uh, yeah, I mean, so many, but uh, one of the things that to me is most important that I get asked all the time is, is it safe? Is mm. it safe? Like, what's going to happen to me? Am I going to ruin my brain? Will I come out of this? Right. Like, like that sort of thing. And um, yes, it is. Um, the thing I usually try to talk about is um, mixing ayahuasca with other things. I wouldn't mix right. it. Um, and uh, like one of the things that gets mixed with a lot is angel's trumpet. And that is a potentially... What is angel's trumpet? It's actually, it's a beautiful flower. It's a beautiful okay. flower. It also has psychedelic effects, but you have to be very, very careful. I just say, I personally, my personal experience, stay away from it mm. um, because it is potentially fatal. And oh. that's, yeah, and that's has nothing to do with ayahuasca. It's just some people think they get cocky, you right. know, and they like to mix. So they mix um, these things together, it becomes dangerous. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Or angel trumpet by itself is dangerous. It has nothing to do. Ayahuasca by itself is like, there's no way potentially, I know there's a, there's like a few accounts of people, you know, but basically it's like anything. Somebody had like a heart attack because they did tons of it and they were like 85 right. or something. They were probably gonna kick it yeah. anyway, but. Well, I'd say, you yeah. know, if you statistically, you look at things, I mean, yeah, there's always risks with everything. Um, but yeah, by and large, this is not, um, this is a pretty safe thing, yeah. It's negligible, yeah, yeah, there's yeah, almost exactly. nothing that could potentially, there's always the same thing that, you know, for many, many things, if you're starting any activity, especially those sort of activities, is to be in the you know in a happy, comfortable mind. You don't want to be like, oh my God, I'm so pissed or angry or sad, and right. then start your journey. You want to kind of be you know in in you know, optimally in the in the in a you know in a shamanic um, yeah ex like uh, environment with your friends, whatever makes you feel good. Right, and that was how That's we both uh, we both did it. I guess um, I know for me it was yeah I basically went to this. Uh, a center in the Amazon, and there was a shaman there, and he was singing a song, the Icaros, mm -hmm. um, and you're kind of sitting there, and it was 
and you may have had a similar experience, I think, also, where it's just in pitch black and this singing's going on and you're kind of, you're in a room with a bunch of people, yet you're actually all alone. Uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My, my experience, a uh, tiny bit of backstory, was I went over there to actually live with the shaman and his family. Yeah. They taught me, they basically they said, awesome. hey, we want to exchange uh, English classes for shamanism classes. And I was, you know, studying shamanism all over the world at the time. And so I wanted to study Peruvian, um, uh. Peruvian style, you know. And so I went down there for a few months and uh, yeah, that was basically it. So I developed a relationship with the shaman. I was able to ask him, you know, we would go through um, this, the journey and then I'd come out of it the next day we'd be having lunch and I'd be like, well, what do you think about this? You know, it was very, very intimate, very friend um, yeah. oriented and, and his whole family, I'd hang out with his daughter and all that good stuff. So that's amazing. Um, it was, yeah, it was so, it was very cool, very relaxed, very fun. You were living with a shaman for like, what, a month or so? A few months, a few I think months. It was two and a half or so. That's like awesome. That. So, <laughs> yeah, but I guess it, it, this wasn't, it's not like you were sitting there and just addicted to doing ayahuasca every day kind of thing. Oh, I had basically all, it was like, a, I don't want to call it a buffet, but it was there constantly. I mean, I couldn't have finished it if I did it all the time. Right. And, the funny thing is, uh, I didn't. I did it the times that I felt like I needed it, which was not right. very many. It was you, you even told me do more, do more, do as much, do you know a ton. I was like, I, I don't, you know. And yeah. that, that touches on the next thing. If you've yeah. never done ayahuasca, um, you really, it's you really need to respect it because um, everybody says, you know, there's their party drugs, whatever you want to call no, it. No, this is not a recreational drug. <laughs> oh my God. It's it, you definitely have. Yeah, it's more of a spiritual. Yes. I would say. And um, a lot of the times is you will end up throwing up or having uh, even, I yes. mean, I've had accounts of people experiencing what is known as death in there. Uh, mm. After you do, you're supposed to be recommended, I guess, like doing it three times so that you get like a full kind of a clean, cleansing of your body, mind and spirit. Um, but um, what is it? Yeah, it's you start to develop kind of. If you don't throw up the first time, chances are I threw up yeah. actually. Well, I have. A I didn't vomit the first time actually. Yeah. Uh, the first ceremony I had, it was like this amazing and beautiful, and everything was great. And it was the second night that I did it where it really kicked my ass. Yeah. And I start. Yeah. Every night after I did it, I was vomiting, and yes. it was like there's this moment where I'm just like hovering over this bucket, <laughs> and I'm vomiting, and my mind is torturing me with all the things I'm afraid of and insecure about. Not always about. beautiful. And yes. I, yeah, I was just like, what did I get myself into? You know, like here I am in the Amazon vomiting into a bucket and totally being uh, just uh, my fears and everything's just torturing yes, me right yes, now yes. what am i thinking but at the end of it at the end of that ceremony and i knew although different you know sometimes they were good sometimes they were bad you come out stronger though it's like you're a phoenix yes. born again from the ashes oh definitely um, so much learning and every it's it's like i can't even say what ayahuasca is like because it, it literally every single time i did it it was different for me true. and for every single person who does it it is different for that person true very true and yes. so it's like it's hard to even say what it's like because every time you think you know what it is nope it'll show you something else yeah um. yeah it's always <laughs> it's always learning um, yeah. and there are i would say there are some rules to it and now mm. that you talk about your yeah, experiences yeah. so yeah i mean there's that you're gonna have a little bit at least for me there's a time i couldn't even smell it without thinking yeah about it. it's kind of like a bad night with alcohol or something um but yeah you, you really it's just personal you do it when you feel like you need to do it um recommended it's three times 
Um, the other, I would say some of the rules about it are just don't fight. Like, yes, yeah, submit. Don't fight. Submit yeah, is the number one rule because, yeah, yeah. If you, if you, one of the stories actually that I have about it is the first time I did it, no throwing up, I was like kind of yep. like, oh, I was actually, you know, in a room full of people and I just kind of honestly embarrassed, even though I was going through the trip, I didn't want to be the one heaving, you know, because I was like, no one else is doing it yet, you know, that kind well, of once thing. someone's, I found that once one person vomited, <laughs> it would like it'd be a chain effect. That's true. It, in I the see. room as soon as the first person like did oh then everyone just boom 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 yes, just, and you would hear like a, a chorus of vomiting coming yes, <laughs> yeah yes. this again this comes back to this is not a recreational drug this is not like <laughs> for fun you're not going because you're like you want to trip balls or whatever no this is like like you were saying like a, for a spiritual growth and you're looking for something and also coming back to like you know you're asking is it dangerous and all this stuff it's also the other question comes with it, along with that is, is it addictive oh uh no <laughs> the opposite not of that really. you're not going to this experience like Oh yeah, I want more of that. You're kind of just like, like you were saying. Mm. Uh, no, I'm good. I kind of uh, got what I needed. Yes, <laughs> yes. And then you'll start to feel I need to do it again, and when the time is right, exactly. and you go and do it again. Yeah. Um, so that's one of a don't fight is a is a big one. Um, and then the other one is well, going on that, I started fighting. Like I don't want to throw up or I don't want to move. I was very comfortable. I had a really great experience. I was very comfortable, and I didn't want to move out of where mm. it was. I ended up getting body aches. Um, and I would say, I would account this personally, who knows, I, I, don't, I don't know, but I would say it was spiritually induced. Mm. And I was like in so much pain, I asked, you know, I couldn't even sleep sometimes. And I asked the shaman, I'm like, why, why am I in pain? You know, and he's like, you need to, you know, go through the process of cleansing. We talked about it. And at one night, I just, I was sober, meditating, and I ended up vomiting sober. Very similar to the ayahuasca effects. Oh, this is like the, the day after an ayahuasca ceremony? or uh, Maybe the two days after, okay. something like that. And I just meditated. I was like, I don't want to do ayahuasca right now. I meditated completely sober, and it was mm. actually, I ended up, you know, having the cleansing effects. Yeah. Spiritual and physical cleansing effects. That's interesting. And I yeah. did it sober. Wow. And it was something that just needed to be done. I had a connection with my higher self at the time of meditation. I mean, because I tried to vomit before. I'm like, man, I feel bad. I feel my pains in my arms and legs. Yeah. And my whole body just felt, it, it hurt so much I couldn't sleep. And I just leaning over the toilet, nothing. I was like, all right, I'm going to meditate. And that's when yeah. it happened. It just flowed. It was what I call kind of a beautiful experience. Yeah, a beautiful, a beautiful a, throw. Yeah, beautiful vomit. Yes, uh, well, indeed. it kind of, what they say um, uh, is when you are purging mm. uh, with the ayahuasca it's kind of like letting out that negative uh, energy or whatever your toxic they, they're saying it and whether it's and people talk about this as reals and are you actually letting out any of energy or or is it just a physical thing you know it doesn't matter like mm. if you believe this is like kind of like real like I am purging these negative things out of me it becomes real for you correct yeah. and um, I believe it's both. although for me actually I do remember how I felt in that moment because I remember everyone around me was when I was we were talking about the purging and everyone was like oh I love the purge it's great and when I was doing it I was like this isn't great at all this is terrible I'm just sitting here vomiting and I feel like shit right now like yes. this is this is awful yeah, so yeah. for me it was like uh, <laughs> I, I didn't it. I didn't actually feel that like warm and fuzzy like oh I'm letting this out I just felt in that moment, I was like, oh, my God, this is awful. Yeah, um, yeah. But came out of it, I think, stronger. I mean, it's, like you were saying, submission, I think. You know, yes, it, definitely. Yes, don't be afraid. Yeah. And it helps. That's what helps about the shamans. They answer those questions. You're like, for example, 
I saw a lot of people see eyes, tons of eyes. A lot of people see serpents, which we have associated to be, oh, that's bad. You know, serpents are not bad. It's actually one of the things we talk about, kundalini mm. energy, which is a, a coiled serpent. It's a very spiritual, like, gatekeeper. And many people well. experience the serpent. Yes, it's they do, and they are afraid of it. Because yeah. a lot of times you have Westerners who associate Christian or Catholic beliefs of the serpent to be evil. Not so true. It's actually more, uh, it's a very, very positive thing that happens. And they get afraid, and they're like, oh, my God. Or even I've had views, including the shaman I was working with. Uh, he's died several times, several, many times actually, in ayahuasca experiences. And so, mm. do not be afraid. Like, if you face your death, if you face your fears, if you face yourself, demons, whatever it is, like yeah. just, just basically. Um, oh, here's the other trick: is you accept, but you vibrate on love. So you say, "I am love." You know, pass yeah. through, come through. But I am love, and this is. This area is love. If you want to be here, you must vibrate with me yeah. in love. And that's basically the trick is just to let it all happen. You'll, you'll die, exactly. you know, quote unquote, within the experience, and then you'll be reborn again after you come out. And so many people, when they hit, maybe you won't hit it in the first time you do it because you're afraid, but when they finally hit the play, I never hit it because I only did it, I think, four or five times mm. or so. It wasn't even that much in the several months. Um, but um, when you f are faced with that and you actually say, okay, the, the, you're fine. You'll always be fine. But too many people are like, am I really going to die? So yeah. it's a little scary. It's, it's really hard to explain to unless you've experienced it. And, well, yeah. And for me, it was sort of like, you know, I felt like there's this moment where I was just being tortured and attacked by my, myself or external things. I don't know what they are. Um, you know, yeah, visions, what you, whatever you, they were coming to me, terrifying things, terrifying right. thoughts. Right. And there was this part where I was like, wait a minute, this too shall pass. You know? Yes, and that's I, the trick. <laughs> and I, what I did was like literally physically laid myself out, my arms and my legs spread open. Like I opened my body up, like, you know, it's one, the fetal position is like the terrible thing you do when you're scared. You, get, you protect yourself, guard yourself. Correct. I did the opposite of this, where I literally opened myself up completely. And I said, in my mind, I said to like myself or to the extra, whatever this thing was that was coming at me, I said, have at me. Give me everything you've got. Because guess what? I'm here and I'm still breathing. So hit me with everything you've got and I'm still going to be right here and breathing. Mm -hmm. And I, would, I breathed in and I breathed out. And with this breath, I felt empowered. And in that moment, when I like laid there and said, give me everything you've got, because I'm still here, that's the moment when it vanished. And quite literally, they're like faces. That's true. That like, I looked them in the eye and they went, <laughs> gone. Yeah. And it was just, um, yeah, it, it's that submission. It's like that moment when you just literally face your, and it's, it's kind of symbolic. It works through yeah, symbols, I think, right? Yeah. It's like you face your fears and they go away. What do you know? And, <laughs> yeah. and it's, 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 it's so um, cliche sounding almost, right? Face your fears, but then you experience it and you're like, oh, I get it. I know what people mean, that, that cliche expression. It's mm -hmm. actually something real. Yes, and then yes. you experience it and then and you know, oh, I get it now. Yeah, um, don't judge. That's another one. Don't, don't judge. You see scary, you know, demonic things, you see whatever. There's many, many things, you know, and you just don't yeah. judge. Just like observe, accept. Yeah. Um, the thing we used to do is, uh, you know, you have to, there's the love yourself aspect, but we used to say something before you would go in and it would be, um, I'm, I'm sorry, I can't remember exactly how it is, but it's actually this um, Hawaiian song and it was like, thank you, I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me. Something like that, and it was it has the key elements of like you know thanking. There's gratitude. There's like forgiveness. You ask for forgiveness, and I love you, 
and you say like oh, what was the other one i forget but anyway there's the four key elements yeah thank you i'm i'm sorry you know please forgive me i love you that kind of thing and that's key and you'll yeah. notice that with everything i mean touching on something like manifestation and all that stuff intention all this if you, if you practice happiness you know people yeah. are always like i want to be happy if you practice gratitude and love right. forgiveness and you know like forgiving others and asking for forgiveness yes. that's both yes. of those things and you're pretty solid and that's the message right this message is love and it's like you know you experience degrees of ego death and yes. you start to see like it's not about being right it's about uh spreading love and you know it doesn't you don't have to prove you're right and we all have our own little um our, our each of us has a view of reality that's skewed in some way we have our own mm -hmm. lens we look through and so my view it doesn't uh, it's not for me to prove anyone i'm right or wrong about anything it's like hey it's about love mm -hmm. you know and that was definitely something i experienced um when in the ceremonies right you know i was thinking about conflicts and relationships of my life and it was you know, it came on me to to repair these relationships. It doesn't, even if I think I'm right, um, I need to, where I think someone else did wrong, forgive them without a sorry. And I need to even take the first step before I go uh, and say, hey, I'm sorry for my part in what I did. Because anytime there's a conflict, it's sort of like, there's something I did that was a response. So I still had a part. Right. So it's like, I need to go and, uh, forgive and I need to apologize. I need to thank. Exactly. Thank for what someone, yeah, all of yeah. these things together. And and I, if I'm good, I can steer the ship. I need to be the one to step up and make it right. And not judge. And yeah. That's the biggest one. And there's this ego yeah. that's like, oh, that person was wrong. That yeah, was wrong. I need yeah to... we were just, we have five senses that we, you know, touching on the subject of not being able to even um, see the full spectrum of light and hear the full spectrum of sound. And yet we believe that we know how, you know, right. we know what's up. We're going to judge. Yeah. It's like, try not to judge and you'll save yourself a lot oh, it's, of It's pain. crazy. We see like <laughs> of the visible, of the total electromagnetic light spectrum. We see this thin, tiny S slice that's uh, the visible light. Right. And there's infrared, there's gamma rays, x-rays, uh, all these things going on around us all the time. We have no idea about right. sound. Same thing. We hear this thin slice of sound. We were talking about sharks the other day. Yes. They can sense electric feet fields and mm -hmm. we can't there's just things that we 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 perceive of and such a thin slice of what's actually going on around us yeah, and that's sort of um this is actually another thing that people debate about the dmt ayahuasca experience is so you see these for me it was like jester characters right um the, the jester was the the um the character that come and you know and it wasn't like the visions for me, not like seeing it with my eyes, like a hallucination, like he's actually there. It was like just in my mind's eye, just like if you remember what someone looks like, you remember what your mother looks like. It was like this thing. But he would have a position in space. In, in space, He would be like laying down next to me and waving to me, hello, and this little jester guy. And eventually, once I learned the submission thing, it was just like, okay, I guess this is what's going on right now. Oh, hey, what's up, man? I guess you're here with me. How are you doing? And just like accept. He's like this mischievous guy. He wasn't really harmful. Mm -hmm. But I just accepted, okay, I guess I'm hanging out with him now. And there's this question of conventional science is going to say, oh, this is um, a hallucination, right? You have taken this chemical, D-dimethyltryptamine, it's interacting with your serotonin receptors, and you are producing a hallucination. Um, but then afterwards, I actually um, went on Google, and I, a friend told me to try to look this up. He said, you know what? That's a common thing people see. Uh, 
this isn't just you. I, I, sure enough, I typed in DMT space J. It auto-completes the jester. Like other people are searching for the DMT jester. And I saw experiences <laughs> on Google. Yeah, the DMT it. jester. And I read accounts online of other people who had a strikingly similar experience. And it makes you wonder, like, wait a minute. Uh, wh why, what is this? There's like, everyone has a jester part of their brain that you hallucinate about. Like, it makes you question, like, maybe there is something going on here. That and we can't I, perceive. Yeah, and I'm not one to say, you know, and, and that's the traditional interpretation. The shaman will say, yeah, there are spirits that you're interacting with. And when you take DMT, it's not a hallucination, but in fact, you're unlocking those other, you know, we see, like we were just talking about, such a mm. thin spectrum of reality, and Correct. it's unlocking more of that. And that's the traditional shamanic interpretation. For me, um, I think we've talked about this earlier too, I just don't know. Like, am I hallucinating or is this some spirits I'm actually seeing? I don't know, but I think um, what Joe Rogan says is it doesn't matter. That's the thing. It's I like, as well, you experience yeah. it and it helped you. Yes. That's the point. Just don't get caught up in the Yeah, exactly. Else. It's like debating whether these things are, it's, that's not the point of the experience. Correct, it's, correct. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's a really, yeah, that is a really good point. Just really like, um, what is, it, it sounds kind of funny, but the spirit of mm. what the message is, just look at the spirit of the message, like yeah. the details of whether, is it real, is it real to me, what is real, all that stuff, cool, if you want to think about it, awesome. But really, the, the, that's not the most the, important thing. Exactly. So. And I, to me, the most important part of it is it got rid of the clouds for me. You know, because my whole life I've been... Um, whether it was done intentionally, it was all done generally probably to help me by society, my family, everyone thinks they're operating in your best interest, trying to help you, giving you a, uh, a view of reality and uh, things of what you think you should be doing. And my whole life I've been trained to think a certain way, to have certain, you know, the job I was in. It mm. was like, this is the, the life I was kind of handed, like you're supposed to do this, get a good uh, career and all this stuff. Yeah, and whenever someone says supposed, Right, right, <laughs> exactly. Mm, well, like, like this is where it was like for the, what ayahuasca did was it kind of parted that fog and let me see for me what was my truth, you know, and it made it got rid of that and let me see for myself what I really wanted to be and do without that. And it was like it, it revealed to me things that I really deep down think I always knew, but mm -hmm. I could now see them clearly. And that was where, and like I knew. That's a really good point. Yeah, and I think I knew before. It's funny because I, I knew before I went to Peru, I was like, I know when I leave this ayahuasca ceremony, this uh, time there with the shaman, I know I'm going to quit my job. <laughs> I kind of knew going into it that's what, what I was going to learn. And mm -hmm. I just needed to like go in there to find the, to, yeah, get it, the message the right way. Yeah. To like, understand it. I knew that's the conclusion I was going to come to, but I didn't understand it yet, I guess. It's yes. kind, of, kind of in the matrix. Really you already made the choice. Now you need to understand the choice. Yeah, sometimes you, <laughs> you feel it. It's a something really that you have inside of you, you know, deep, deep, deep yeah. down, this is what I'm going to do. And that's what it was. You kind of kid yourself over and over and over. Yeah. There's many layers of that, and ayahuasca just really pushes in your face Absolutely. sometimes. I, I think so. I knew deep down I was going to leave this job, and I was going to go backpacking. And it was like, I went there to understand the choice. Yes. And that was... And to feel like, okay, that is right. That feels right to me. That's your personal yes. truth, which is yeah. something I usually speak about a lot. Is it, yeah. Your truth is personal. I, I agree so, with that. Yeah. yeah. We all make our own truth, right? So don't judge. Like, just do your thing, share your thing, and, like, accept others' things kind of thing. So speaking a lot about ayahuasca as well, the questions that people have, where do I do ayahuasca? That sort of thing. Right. Um, Iquitos. Is Iquitos is all I did, yes. Um, I did it in a place called Checracayo outside of Lima oh, okay. with the family. Um, 
but um, little tips and tricks, because I really don't want to call them rules. I keep misspeaking. Um, nah. Is uh, the ch tips and tricks. Um, is well, it's things from your experience. Cor yeah, correct, exactly. <laughs> um, is, uh, you know, like I said, don't have it, like if you have a shaman that mixes, don't take, just you just want to do pure ayahuasca. Yeah. yeah. Um, but for the most part, I mean, they know what's up. Sometimes, you know, they'll try to be like, I guess, should we talk about costs? How much it costs right now, or no? Uh, go ahead. I mean, for me, it was expensive. I think it probably varies based Depends on where you go. Where you go, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I spent a whole lot of money. I, I could have found a cheaper <laughs> one, I, I imagine. Yeah, you can. There's expensive. I know there's like some uh, workshop, like retreats. Um, it really depends how how much you want. Really, just do whatever you feel. Um, but maybe for a night, it was around fifty bucks ish. Yeah, mine was actually a it lot, was a, more. a lot more. Yeah, yeah um, depends. You can find it. But yeah, it depends it, who you're looking for. The, the popularity of their, you know, how they, how well they market. So right, you can exactly. go into the hundred, couple hundred dollars kind of range as well. But really, yeah. it's, you don't need to. If you are on a budget, you can do ayahuasca, and it's not really. You just, just really, I think the best tip would be like feel out when you go there, you'll start kind of connecting yeah. with people. Feel out, meet the person, and just go, okay, this feels right to right, me. Right, exactly. That's pretty much it. Uh, yeah, and I probably didn't do it the right way. To be honest, like when I when I did it, um, I had planned it out in advance. I, you know, I had it all booked in advance. I knew the place I was going. Uh, I, had, I did a bunch of research online, is what I did. I went. It's uh, good to do that. Yeah, I, did, I looked for different centers, and I looked on the websites for like, oh, I have a whole like. Google. I think I shared this with you at one point. Actually, this you whole did. You shared it. Yeah, yeah. this whole Google Drive document with like links to all the different ayahuasca centers I could find. But I think that's good. Do your research in advance. Mm. I think you're. It's going to be more expensive if you right. find the ones that are more credible. But right. you're going to be. If you're concerned about it, it's safer. If you're not as concerned about it, it's hit or miss. I was very right. lucky. The guy I worked with, his website is like um, his. His, his name is Jose Luis. But his uh, site is ayahuasca DMT. It's like. Um, so I think there's, he's got a few. It's like ayahuasca.com.pe as well, which is PE standing for Peru. Um, he's a great guy, awesome. He's a, one of the, yeah, he's amazing, Sean. Yeah. Um, but also just really laid back down to earth. He would tell me all the time, like, I'm not going to sing around and dance for you. I'm not going to do these chants. I'm not going to do I'm just going to So you didn't have the Icaros? No, no, oh, interesting. no, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Actually, it was... It was really like straight down and like chill, and we would talk about okay. I tell him I saw this, and uh, and you would explain everything to me. Um, but it was really like I was like I'm not. I mean, he would say I'm a real person. I like to party. I like to hang out. Right. I like to you know occasionally right. drink. I do. I'm not like a this, human like, being. Yeah, he, exactly. It's like a lot of people they equate they try to come off as a guru. Like oh, yes. I'm enlightened. I'm a guru. Right. <laughs> he was like no. It's just like oh, here's really big trick that I actually forgot to tell you. Um, he said he would say that I'm like you, uh, you mm. and I were similar, you know, he's like the real teacher. He's, he's like, I'm only one of your teachers. The real teacher is inside of you. That's it. Well, that's the, that huge. is, that huge. is how you know someone's a good teacher. Like I, I always get, um, turned off when someone's trying to put an idea into me. Like that was a big part of my rejection when I did the Vipassana meditation course, for example, which right. by the way, I had profound experience there and I grew tremendously from this course. But the part that I rejected was where they were trying to tell me a worldview. See, rejection is cool because you yeah. got something really good out of it, even well, though it was in the form of rejection. Yeah, I, I, absolutely. I, and the, the rejection was part of the way I grew from that right. course for sure. But what I appreciated about the ayahuasca experience is that there was no one telling me what I'm supposed to experience, what I'm supposed to do, what what to, what reality is. It was, no, they just give you this uh, 
brew, you drink it, and you see for yourself what you're supposed to see, Correct. what you need to see in that moment. Um, yeah, and, I, I, and that was something I really appreciated. I, I think, you know, were I, if I were to go back again, which I'm sure someday in the future I will mm-hmm. go back and have another experience, um, I don't know, I, it was good that I researched it. Um, I did some research online and found the place. Although I might be inclined in the future to just go to Peru, go to South America or Lima, wherever I'm going, um, and see for myself, feel it out. Kind Especially because you've done it already once. I think for the yeah. people that are trying it for the first time, if you want to go safer, why not? But if you're True. trying it again, well, you can be a little bit more like, okay, I know how I feel. So a lot of right. the things people ask, will I lose control? That's another really good thing. It's like, will I lose control you're of my body? S- you're so lucid. No. You're so I, lu- it's like your mind is even better. You're right? pretty much you're in control. You know what's up. Lucid. Unless it, they mix it or something, yeah. but you know what's up. You, you're tripping, yes, but yes. at the same time it's like there's a very comfortable side to yes. it where you're, you're, you're very, very happy, very controlled. Yes, sort of you're, you're with it. In control of yourself. Yes, with it is a good... I would say, I guess the, the, the one flaw that me to what... Did you find your shaman online previously? You kind of like... No, word there. of mouth. Word there's of mouth. a shaman friend that I had in right. San Diego, also an amazing person, yeah. uh, who was like, my shaman friend in Peru, and, and yeah. it was like um, universe provides kind of thing that you always mm-hmm. talk about where it's like you're looking for something your intention is there I want to go and this stuff is manifesting yeah. it's manifesting faster than it used to as well right but um yes no I did not find him online but he is online and if anybody wants to sure. ask or whatever I'm more than happy you have to he has your recommendation <laughs> <laughs> definitely well, that's uh, see that's the and uh, it's good to get something like a word of mouth or seeing feeling it out for yourself that the thing that the pitfall I felt for doing it the way I did was that, um, you know, I, I will say the place I went was flawed for sure. Mm-hmm. I, for online, it looked like this was the place, this is it. But when I was there, um, so I, I've just talked for however long about how amazing the experience it was. And it was. It was mm-hmm. life-changing and transformative. But uh, where I would go again, this wouldn't be the center I would go to. I think that, uh, and I'm not going to name the name because I don't want to spread any uh, negative things. But for me, I didn't feel like once I was there, I felt like the person who was the head of it was kind of a deeply flawed person himself. Um, and it was, um, yeah, it w- and was n- maybe having an unhealthy effect on some of the people coming there for healing, to heal themselves. I think he was contributing to them not healing in some ways. And I, I don't want to go too much into that because, um, yeah, that's not the point. Yeah, and I can <laughs> um, understand that. I've seen that with many, many, not just ayahuasca, but just in general where... Uh, Everything is, in my opinion, everything is, is a balance, stripes for balance mm. in, in a 3D material existence. So um, as above, so below. And sometimes when you have an overcompensation of spirituality, you end up having this like undercompensation as well. I don't know if that's yeah. the same thing, but that's something I've noticed across my travels where there's, there's really always like, wherever there's too much there's always like not enough somewhere else kind of thing it balances whether that's polar or whether that's kind of right in the middle yeah it's hard to that's something i'm still thinking about a little bit yeah (laughs) (laughs) no but you're right i mean in that center maybe for someone else may be perfect um one thing i noticed too is i spoke with a couple who who did another um particular they did an entire retreat i forgot how many days it was but it was probably like 10 or something some intensive like they would do ayahuasca every single day and they were like oh please no more you know because you have that effect you're just like i don't want to do this anymore like i'm like gag reflexing you know 
And, um, and they did it constantly. And, and I would say, you know, it depends really on what you want. You know, do you really want that for me? No. Um, but maybe for some other people, like doing it when you really, really, really don't want to could lead to, you That's know, growth and yeah, a breakthrough. A break, exactly. Yeah. You could have a breakthrough. So it's personal. It's always yeah. personal. Well, everyone's yeah. got to sort of steer their own ship is kind of what the ultimate, that's what we're saying ultimately, yeah. right? Yeah, everyone's research online, ask your friends, ask, yeah. you know, do something that feels right to yeah. you and you will end up, the universe always kind of yeah. well, provides. Like, I feel like you. it's a kind of, I was kind of thing that you know it if it calls to you. Yeah, if it's calling to you, then you know it's calling to you because right now you're probably hearing this like, oh my God, get to the, if that's yeah. it, then yeah. pursue that thing, you know? <laughs> you uh, feel it too. You get excited. You get inspired. I think that's kind of a divine, like, you know, I talk about emotions being like a divine thing. And when you feel that inspiration, you feel that little like, I don't know, the little sparkliness in your stomach kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. That's like for me, I knew. The moment someone told me about this existed, uh, I was like, wait, 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 what? Okay, this is this is me. This is made for me right now. I, I just knew it. Like yes. I heard about this thing. I was like, this is what I have to do, and it was the thing I needed to do in that moment. And it took me to my next level of where I needed to be, uh, and got me to where I am today. <laughs> yeah, and I think um, you know, for people who have experienced it, and for people who want to experience it, I really want to connect those two people because it's something that needs to be shared. It's such a beautiful medicine. I want to talk about also the effects it has on people, for example, struggling with cancer or people struggling with guilt, emotional, like really deep set emotional um, trauma, whatever that may be. It is such a good medicine yeah. and it really needs to, like the fear associated with it. There's really, like I said earlier, it's negligible. Um, what is it? Um, like what is it? risk of fatality or anything like that? The other thing too is it actually repairs your um, yeah. your biology. It actually re physically repairs you as well as um, emotionally and yeah, spiritually. Yeah. So people go, oh, is it gonna ruin my brain? Am I gonna be like really dumb after it? No, you're not. You know, go nah. ahead, research it, read the books. There's DMT, the Spirit Molecule. If you want to read that book, um, do your own research, find your yeah. truth. But what I know about it is it's only good stuff, and, yeah. it, and it, it's really a medicine. And well, it's it heals like, you on many well, levels. It's kind of like it's it's interesting. It's like a perspective matter. So for me, I mean, you can listen to me talking right now. It's like, do I sound like a? You know, I am a pretty in control, I would like to think, person, <laughs> and I think it has helped me to get to where I am. So, but to many people, I, I think there are some people that will look at what I did. Uh, actually, people did say this, like, oh, Mike just went to Peru and he did drugs and he's crazy now and he's gonna go quit his job and throw it all away. And for some people, they might interpret it that way. You mm -hmm. can interpret it and mm -hmm. frame it like that. Like, oh yeah, you just go, it just changed it. And he went crazy into this. Uh, no, actually, I disagree. I didn't go crazy. I just have a different perspective than I used to have and I believe that I want to live a life where I believe in individuality and freedom and I uh, now that I'll just believe in it and say that words individuality and freedom like many people just say these words mm -hmm. I actually believe it truly and live it I'm going to live a life where I'm an individual and I'm free and I'm living the way how I s try to make the world better try to be a good person spread love and I want to live means. in walk, yeah. walk the talk by all means. Yeah, exactly. And that's, you know, if does that mean I'm crazy? Well, if that's what you think crazy <laughs> is, then absolutely ayahuasca made me crazy. Yeah. <laughs> such so, a good crazy. So that's <laughs> that's how I break it down. Yeah, and I mean, I don't judge the people that say, "Hey, you're throwing your life away with uh what is it? With ayahuasca, you're doing drugs. Right. And that's so bad for you." I'm like, "You know what? 
do you really know? Like, go right. out, go out, find, you know, find that research, find out what the studies are saying. And I'm sure there's two sides to it, but really, like, make an, a decision based on it. Because a lot of people, they repeat what they hear. You know, they're little and people go, drugs are bad. You know, the dare kids no, or whatever. Dare, yeah. <laughs> Drug, drugs drugs and alcohol resistance education. Something like that. This is that. that, and for non-American listeners, that's uh, that was what we were, the propaganda when machine. When we were little. When we were little kids, yeah. It was, drugs drugs are, bad. are bad. Drugs, drugs are, bad. are bad. Drugs are bad. They I pound see. it in your head. Um, and people just and, repeat, and they believe that to be truth because yes. they, they were taught, and then they just repeat. It's like, no, exactly. you just go back, really, and just research it. And of course, there's risks know? with drugs. Um, with uh, This isn't, I have to say, like, oh, yeah, all drugs are great and good. Go and just do drugs. Everyone just go and... <laughs> put drugs in your body. That's not what's the case. Every single substance has uh, pros, cons, risks, some to higher degrees of it, like heroin, for example, a much higher degree. Especially than, if they're, <laughs> you know, manufactured man-made chemicals. Yeah. And, like, I'm going to pour, pour bleach into, like, this. Just, yeah. Oops. <laughs> and what we need to be, well, we're, I think where we need to go as a society is a place where we talk about these things openly, honestly. And we say, well, here's for each particular substance, here are the risk factors, here are the benefits, here's what it is, um, without trying to spin, you know, this blanket propaganda we were set, we were fed growing up. Drugs are bad, okay? Um, you know, just don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. Uh, drink this alcohol. <laughs> yeah, we, it's okay to drink alcohol and, and, well, actually, well, it was drug and alcohol resistance education. I'll give them that. They were saying they resist alcohol, but the overall culture of society is, it's this weird thing that we do where we think alcohol's everyone alcohol is accepted, but it, which is arguably the most dangerous drug out there. That's Yet what, everything yeah, else what is, I've read as well, that it's more uh, damaging to your body. Um, there's to your body, you get to, also you get to mind. violence, that you're, it's damaging to society, you're drinking and driving, you're, uh, in yeah. so many ways alcohol is so much more damaging than any other thing. Yet right. alcohol is accepted and we're okay with it just because it's part of our culture. Right. Yet if someone, everyone talks about any other, you know, so I was talking about people talking about weed or LSD or all these things and all of a sudden it becomes um, you're a druggie. Yeah, <laughs> these are hard drugs. We call these hard drugs. Yeah, you know? or like the gateway drug. The gateway um, drug. Or something All like that. these things. The gateway to what? You know. Yeah, exactly. Um, actually, about alcohol. Yes, it is damaging, and I'm completely aware. But I have. It don't I have, drink. But I drink, I drink too. Oh, then, of course, yes. I drink also. But you know what alcohol you're has its time and place. I'm not yes. here to bash alcohol. Yeah. I I drink like the next person, you know. Right. And it, it, I, I alcohol has its place. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean. They all have their time and their place, and they can be used responsibly or they can be used destructively. And I think it's key words there. Exactly, and it's like yeah. we need to have this actual, open, honest dialogue about like, don't just label things and put them in a bin. Drug, or okay, you know, yes, Th that's, that's the true. problem. Is we just have this bins we put things that's, in, rather than intelligently thinking about them and looking at them and saying, what is this? That's so correct. I see people labeling. It's funny. We do this as human beings. Um, we have an experience with something. I mean, the dating too. They, all, all, you know, all women are bad. All men are bad. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, like you have an experience. You're like, oh, alcohol is terrible. It's the worst for you. It's like in moderation. However, exactly. once again, going back to your personal truth and reality. Um, Right now, maybe right now, alcohol, you want to stop for six months, whatever, or yeah. whatever. You know, follow you that. Do that. Do it. And then after that, you're like, you know what? That's cool. Change your mind. I think like yeah. you, is my, you're very good at keeping an open mind. Try to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like I, people set up, this is what I believe. It's like, you and know, they stay, they stay with those beliefs. You, you don't believe, have to. Like yeah. it's, and maybe it's part of like an egotistical, I'm a victim myself. I've had beliefs that I've had and I, out of my own ego, I want to hold on to a belief just because I don't want to think that, oh, I was wrong. But I think there's, it's okay to think, you know what, I used to think a certain way, and now my I have new information, and my views are changed. Yes, um, yes, that's a really key thing, very much. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna come down to the wind up part of the episode here because we've been going for a pretty good. This is a pretty good yeah. uh, time. I'm gonna ask you a question though. Of course. That um, I ask everyone uh, that comes on this show, <laughs> and it can be, yeah. it's what is something that you would like to do in your life before you die? Man, oh. I've done a lot of the things, funny enough, that I said, I have to do this before I die. One of them was traveling through Southeast Asia. I did it, the jumping out of the plane thing. I mean, I've done yeah. pretty much all the things. Mm. That's a really tough question. I, the first thing that comes to mind is to love, to really love, like unconditional love. And it's just, it's hard. It's hard right. because I keep going back between, um, if you want to talk about dimensions, between vibrations, dimensions, realities. Um, when you love, and we talked about this last night specifically, and you pour your heart out, um, you could get really hurt by yes, other people. Yes, you can. You, you make yourself you vulnerable. Know, very vulnerable. Mm. And um, you also, it's hard to function in a world that is shielded. We talked about this exactly. last night. It's a shielded world where everybody's kind of out for themselves and speaking about the ego, not just in like, oh, look at me, I'm so cool, but the ego is identifying the self and the preservation of self. Mm. Um, it seems like unconditional love will get you trampled the hell out. Like, yeah. And I just, I really just want to love and spread the message. And the reason why is because I believe that um, that love, the raising vibration, if I raise my vibration, I can affect your energy field. And in turn, you affect, you know, there's like that butter, not a butterfly, the, the exponential effect of that and it changes and it raises the vibration of the world. It's been said in transcendental meditation and, and that sort yeah. of thing um, that it uh, it really helps to increase peace, to increase you know um, love and communion between people. And I also have, I mean, just a little thing about me. I have like a page on Facebook. It's Meditation Nation. Yes, please plug that. I yeah. plug away. Yeah, and I guess <laughs> that's my thing. I want to love hard. I really, really, and I try, and sometimes I do, and I fail, and and that's the point. That's what I yeah. want to do. I think that's really cool constantly, what you're doing also. You know, uh, spread, you know, meditation is, you know, I've experienced it to be tremendously helpful. And you're spreading like, hey, meditation, this is something, it's part of this process. It's just like say ayahuasca can help uh, meditation also in, other, in different and also similar ways can help you to, uh, it's helped me, I'll say, can help to, to grow and go, go up to, the, to my next level. These are tools I use to help me. Oh, and it's nice. great. And I think, yeah, that's, that is a great, I relate to everything you're saying because yeah, when I want to be someone who's just love, uh, just spreading love to the world, and it, it's it's hard because you do make yourself vulnerable. If you are okay. just if you just are trusting and loving, there are people out there that are looking for vulnerable people, and they will attack. You know, so we all we all put our guards up. If we lived in a world where everyone was loving everyone, then it would be it would work and we'd oh, be better. Perfect, yeah. But if the fact that I know that if I'm going to be leave myself vulnerable and someone else is there to take advantage of that, that means I have to put my guard up. And mm -hmm. as a result, everyone puts their guard up a little bit and we end up in this world where we're all got our guard up and we're not so sitting low. Screw ourselves and each other in the Yeah, process. and we end up, it's, it's the classic prisoner's dilemma that we talked about yesterday. Correct, correct. And I don't want to get too much, you can Google prisoner's dilemma, <laughs> uh, it, but it's kind of where we found ourselves, where if we cooperated essentially, we'd end up in a better situation. But everyone, by not trusting each other, we act in our own self-interest and we end up both, uh, we end up in a lower place, right. ultimately. And just um, always remember, yeah, you either operate out of love or you operate out of fear. Mm. Just try to keep yourself in the love 
you yeah. know, in the love, um, motivation, inspiration, whatever you want to call it. We'll yeah. wrap it up. But by all means, if anybody's listening to this and they want to reach out, I am so happy to, you know, knowing you, Mike, it's like we've created and we are friends and everything. We've yeah. created a community around us. And I think yeah. not just us, but many, many communities that, that believe in love and that, yeah. you know, it's a safe haven for, you know, people that, that really make themselves vulnerable and, yeah. and they have a community that, that shelters protects places, yeah. it's like a baby plant you know just yeah that sort of thing so by all means if anybody wants to reach out about meditation ayahuasca love vibration anything quantum physics you know all the <laughs> metaphysics yeah. anything we talk about um we're here open yeah, yeah. and reachable and available what's and the best way that someone should get in touch with you happy to share or find um, what you're working on jackie holland on facebook okay just find me it's j-a-c-k-i-e space H O L L A N T. Sweet. You can find Meditation is, Nation, meditate with us, hang out. Yeah, with is that so they can just search for Meditation Nation also on Facebook and find the page? And, yes, yes, yes. I think sweet. it's a page or it's a group. Sorry. It's a group, it's a okay. Group. Maybe I should do both. Yeah, well, I guess if they can't find it, they can message you and you can add them or whatever. Or they can message you. Yeah, you also. Um, cool. Well, this yeah. was um, an awesome conversation. Uh, it feels good <laughs> to like talk about these things, you know? Um, so, yeah. Thank you, everybody, for tuning into this episode of Walking the Earth Podcast. Um, again, you can find us at wtepodcast.com. Uh, signing off now from Kuala Lumpur. Uh, I'm Mike, and I'm here with my friend Jackie. Yes, thank you very much. It's thank a pleasure. You. Thank you so much for coming on and having this little great conversation. Indeed, I enjoyed <laughs> it. Thank you. Much love. Thank you, everybody, and goodbye for now.